I still don't know what that means. Second to last? Yeah, I think that's what that means. Well, we defined it in one we episode, that kind of, but I don't yeah, remember. I can't remember. I always forget. Anyway, welcome to the movie, Ben. I'm Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. And we are here to talk about a classic. <laughs> I can't say it's one of my favorites. It's... Oh, you love this movie. You love all these. I didn't even say I love it. I mean, you face said you love it. You smiled like you were like, this is like my, my favorite child. Okay, that can def- that would make me like super creepy if Silence of the Lambs You're was not my creepy. favorite child. You do love. You're drawn to the dark, scary movies. Though. She I loves the dark arts. The dark I arts. A Wizard of the Dark Arts. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Colleen, tell us why. No, I just I like these. I like the thrillers. Like I like I like movies yeah, that move yeah. fast and then make you feel like on freaked the edge out. of your seat. Freaked out. Freaked. Not too out. freaked out. But this one, I told Mary before we before Woo. we get into this, it's a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. This one's gonna and mess with your brain. There's just some there's some scenes where you're just like, oh my gosh, am I gonna be more afraid of men after I see this movie? Uh, Let me give you some backstory. Anytime I take <laughs> gas, I hold my keys like Wolverine, just in case. You, you like, shouldn't be you'd scared. You like line your keys through your no. knuckles. I don't yeah. want to give. You- they teach that in self defense classes. Like if really? you're like walking down the street alone at night, you like put your keys through your knuckles like Wolverine. Would you have enough? Like so that if you need, to, you, you can like hit you somebody have, in the eye. Uh, a survival instinct enough to actually use that in a situation where you would stab somebody. If I'm somebody? prepared, absolutely. Yeah. I can't scream when I'm afraid, and mm. so I would have to react physically. I wouldn't be able to get somebody's attention with my voice. Well, this is going to be. Uh, you're going to feel on edge a bit throughout this movie, but I don't I think. think you're going to be more but scared not like of that. Men. I don't more scared of men, but I do think you're going to be like, maybe you want to hold your keys. All right. So, Mary, based on what you know, what do you think Silence of the Lambs? Have you ever seen the cover of the movie? Is about. I have not seen the cover. Can I look it up? Yeah. Because I have seen a cover, but I think it's for um, the movie Memento. Different movie. (laughs) I have seen the Silence of the Lambs cover, but but it's for the movie Memento. Memento. (laughs) There's not a butterfly on the cover of this movie, is there? That's butterfly effect. Oh, wait. No, there is. That's not a butterfly. It's a moth. That's a moth. You I was seen? not that far off. Okay, so right. Mary. So it you doesn't thinking, really tell me what this so is wait, about, though. You were thinking memento, but meant to say butterfly effect? <laughs> wait. What did you just think you were trying to say? <laughs> I was going to say butterfly effect, but then I was like, no, it's memento. Let it's me... not memento. Memento has photographs in the front of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I wasn't thinking memento. I was thinking butterfly. You were thinking butterfly. butterfly effect, so you're all over the board here. Great. Yeah, this and Butterfly gonna... Effect does not have a butterfly on the cover. It has Ashton Kutcher on the cover. Uh, half of his face or something, right? Yeah, half of his face and half of a girl's face. You know not a great is? movie, by the way. Never seen it. Not worth it. Not um, a classic, unlike Silence of the Lambs, which I can't wait to hear what you Silence think it's about. But Silence of the Lambs does know. have a butterfly or a moth on the cover it of it. Does. So that should be the cover of Do you know butterfly who's effect. in this movie? It was called Moth Effect. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess that this movie has Anthony Hopkins... Jodie Foster. You're reading right now. You're, so this you're, is you're literally not, reading this off the I, Well, I box. didn't know. I did know that it was an older white man, but that was all that I knew. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Do you remember him? Yep, he was in. He's the guy who is not Dustin Hoffman. Or Dennis Hopper. Correct. Or Dennis Hopper. He was in, um, shoot. Westworld. Nope. Speed. Also, n- nope. Dennis Hopper's <laughs> in Speed. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> 
knighted by the queen herself. He's <laughs> not in the movie Speed. This is harder than it looks, we people. Are, we are. This is a, please see our Venn diagram. I need to please see our Venn diagram on our Instagram page. I not have Dennis to say Hopper, something. I have to say that this is not fake. I really have not. Somebody asked me today. Um, so do you guys pretend like you haven't seen the movie, but you've actually already watched it? And the answer is no. no. I literally have no idea. I couldn't fake this stuff if I tried. If I had the option, I would never sound as stupid as I sound <laughs> during this podcast. I just am not good with names, and apparently faces all older white men look the same to me, and that is scary. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> or racist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mary, so what happens? It sounds of the lambs. There's clearly okay. a moth involved. Yep. Jodie Foster and an I... old nameless white man. <laughs> there is an old nameless moth. Okay, so I'm not going to bring the moth into this because I legitimately have no idea what that has to do with anything. But I do think, to the best of my understanding, this movie is about a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And Jodie Foster is somebody who he wants to kill. Is this stuff you just heard about? No, this is stuff that I've just heard. Okay. I have not seen the trailer for this movie or anything. But this is like kind of, I feel like, an iconic serial killer movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Jodie Foster is the lady he wants to kill. And you said psychological thriller, so I'm going to assume that he's like very calculated in the people, like like a predator and prey. Maybe okay. that's like part of the moth thing. Is he like really drawn to people or something? I don't know. Like a but, moth to a flame. Mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. That's really dangerous for the moth, though. So that makes me think Jodie Foster's the moth. He's the flame. Because um, he's going to kill her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so It's pretty similar to when a moth is so in a flame. Um, I know that her name is Clarice because I know that he has a creepy voice and says something about Clarice. And then he's also... Does he, what does he say, though? He just says her name or he says, like... <laughs> No, I know what this is. I know what it is. I that know was my impression. That, that, that was, was good. really good. Of what? She doesn't That's know what that movie. means. She doesn't know what that means. <sighs> Scary. But Wait, I'll, is this movie about Hannibal Lecter? <sighs> How? How did she know that? Your sound. Is it for real? Yeah. He wears like the mouth thing. Right? How do you know this? I know about Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Hannibal Lecter. I'm still waiting on whatever that Clarice line is. Hello, Clarice. There you go. It came to me when my brain relaxed. Um, is this also the movie where he says, put the lotion in the basket? That sounds like Ryan an adult Dana? movie that you should yep. not be watching. It is. Wait, what is it? Buffalo Bill. Really? Oh, that's not the name of the movie. That's the character. That's all I'm going to tell you. How do you Wait, know this is it Hannibal in this Lecter? movie? Yeah. Oh, it really is? It is yeah. in this movie. Okay. I have no idea what it is in reference to. And I have a feeling it's not putting lotion in a basket. I do not remember that line at all. It's in there. Is that like a famous line? Yeah. It puts the lotion in the basket. It has to be a famous line or else there's no way that I would know. Unless you've been lying to us. No, you've I've never seen, seen this. this. I Mary would not. Taylor. Taylor. Okay, You're lying. Stress. <laughs> um, so you know who Hannibal Lecter is. Okay, so How do you know who Hannibal Lecter is? Just being alive. Okay. I listen to a lot of true Culture. crime stru- sure. stuff. Sure. <laughs> crazy stuff. Let's do a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> I actually, I just feel like each other get away with anything. I feel like um, this is a movie that I've been told multiple times by different people that I would not like and I should not watch because it's very scary. And then they tell me it's Hannibal Lecter. Uh, And I cannot remember if Hannibal Lecter is the person who eats people, but I don't think he does because then I think that's Jeffrey Dahmer. So, Hmm. because they think Hannibal Lecter is a real person? (laughs) No. I don't think you're 100% sure. I don't know. (laughs) 
Hey. No. All right. So what happens? Is he not a real person? Is this based on a book at least? I'm not telling you anything. Yeah, keep, you're we're not done with this. <laughs> okay, that's all I know is he's a serial killer and he probably wants to kill Jodie Foster because she's first up killing yeah, does he, What happens? I'm going to say hopefully not. I okay. think he does not end up killing her. If he doesn't end up killing her, what happens to him? He gets caught and goes to prison. Okay. That's what I hope. Well, it's the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, why Yeah, why is it called that? Mm, I think that the lambs are the people that he kills, maybe. He's silencing them. He kills lambs or you're he saying kills, he calls his, the people he kills? Yeah, like they're innocent. Like he kills innocent people. Mm-hmm. Just... Like he would call them the lambs, like, huh. or but not like What's a nickname his motivation for, them? for killing people. Oh, I don't know. Bad relationship with his mom, probably. That's the most serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bad relationship with his mom or his dad. I've been watching but... Mindhunter. That's basically what that's about. <gasps> yeah. You've been watching Mindhunter. Do you yeah. like it? It's so good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of creepy though. Gentle plug. I would not recommend it for everybody. No, definitely not. Um, that's pretty much all that I know about the movie. I don't know why it would be called Silence of the Lambs unless it's him killing innocent people. Hmm. Um, Do you think he yells at them like, silence, before it happens? Silence, <laughs> lambs! <laughs> I think that he's like... Chop, 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 chop. You know chop, when chop. people are like creepy, um, gentle? Like, it's not gentle mm. in a kind way. It's mm. gentle in a very calculated, like... Um, like a predator and prey, mm-hmm. how they move very calmly. I feel like he's going to be one of those kind of people, partially because it's Anthony Hopkins, and I don't see him being one of the guys who like strikes fast, strikes hard. Like, oh, like I a, feel a like a real muscly knife kind of guy. Yeah, this is not him. I have a feeling that he probably enjoys the process of scaring people as much as he actually gets gratification from killing them. <sighs> All right. Well, I don't think I'm going to like this. <clears throat> uh, we'll I hope see. that I'm able to at least understand more psychologically about what's going on from watching this and not just be scared. Do you want to watch this together? Kind of. Okay. All right. Well, can y'all can watch this together, and we'll be back in just a little bit. Tone, I would is have taken this away. This is like movie. the first time we've recorded in daylight, and I have like so much more energy than I normally do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like coming off of Silence of the Lambs, I don't think you'd be like, Welcome, Welcome back. back! Wow, what a movie! What a movie! I laughed, I cried. I know Did what I'm being for nope. Halloween. <laughs> nope, I know what I'm gonna be for Halloween. You can wear a skin suit. Oh, oh. 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 wait, before we get into this, because this is almost entirely unrelated, you're have gonna you guys be close to the microphone. That's, have you guys that seen Blades? Have you? <laughs> Have you guys seen Blades of Glory? 
Yes. Blades of Glory, the uh, movie with the ice skaters. Uh-huh. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. So he, and Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. John Heater. And um, they have a stalker. And the stalker calls and leaves him a voicemail. And the voicemail says, I want to cut off your skin and wear it to my birthday. <laughs> and then <it> said, <laughs> it's coming up soon. <laughs> That's and funny. now I realize that's probably like a soft callback to Silence of the Lambs. Uh, it seems, it seems like Silence of the Lambs is like uh, <laughs> scattered throughout pop culture because I feel like there's like a lot of Hello Clarice yeah, and a lot of exactly. uh, Farva Beans. I would say it's not even <laughs> uh, that, is, that uh, like far away from Hello me. Clark. I was just going to say the same thing. Hello yeah. Clark that was our Clarice. intentional uh-huh. nod to it Clarice. in season one. Yeah. <laughs> Hello we Clark. didn't even know we were oh, nodding but, to it. Uh, we were nodding I was kidding. To it wasn't intentional. I know that I can never look at I thought it was Chianti, not Chianti. What? He says Chianti in the Chianti, movie. but I feel like he's doing Chianti. that with his fake southern accent to it's... make fun of Clarice. Ooh. Anyway, let's jump into the plot real quick, and then we'll talk about what Mary thought about Silence of the Lambs. Uh, spoiler alert, she liked it more than Jurassic Park. Whoop, whoop, uh, way less scary. How is that even is possible? unbelievable. Realistic expectations, <laughs> probably. Mary's top scary movies. Of... Jumanji, <laughs> Jurassic Park, and then Silence and then of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, The Shining, yeah, other things, much further down. I don't know how I was fine down. with The Silence of the Lambs and The Shining, but I was, like, too scared of Like, Jurassic Park. of the Lambs is disturbing enough. I hadn't seen it since college, and I was like, I think that might be the last time I watch this movie. I don't it's love this movie. Rough. Really? I did not like it, but let's I jump like in real quick. It. All right, to catch you up on the plot summary, uh, Buffalo Bill is a, uh, he's a serial killer. I feel like serial killers aren't really a new, they're kind of a new thing in this era of whenever this movie's supposed to be set because uh, mm-hmm. they don't have a whole lot of background information on them. Mm-hmm. And the FBI doesn't have like a really solid foundation on how they try to catch serial killers. So they're mm-hmm. just kind of, seems like they're shooting from the hip a little bit because the FBI director uh, decides to get one of his students, Clarice Starling, to kind of help him solve this serial killer uh, case by interviewing uh, a serial killer who's still in jail, our friend Hannibal Lecter. Uh, that's a pretty questionable, you know, plan. I yeah. think I feel like there's probably a better way to go about that than saying, "Hey, you haven't graduated from FBI school yet. Why don't you go interview this guy who's locked in the bottom of a dungeon hospital who eats people?" Okay, but I will just say it's basically the same plot as Mindhunter. Did you know? Uh, well, Mindhunter. Uh, some of, so some of the parts of. Uh, Silence of the Lambs were in a oh. movie called Manhunter, which what? was done by Michael Mann. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> which is very funny. Man, Manhunter. Michael Mann, Manhunter, Mindhunter. Mindhunter is very different. But, Silence of the Lambs. So Silence of the Lambs is part of a book series. Uh, yeah. uh, Red Dragon, there's different books all Red about Hannibal Brown. Lecter, but it's kind of based on this era of, and Mindhunter is also based on it, of how they used to interview uh, criminals to try to catch other criminals. That's scary. Which is very interesting. Yeah, it is. I don't know what I would do when faced with a serial killer. Yeah. It's really hard to <laughs> Colleen? I, Because uh... she was talking to him the same way that when I used to volunteer at the animal shelter, I would talk to the puppies in the cages. Like, she wasn't, like, patronizing about it, but, like, it was, like, very similar setup. Like, he was terrifying. Were puppies that were in, like, ce- like cement with, like, a graded, like, wall. And you would just be like, hey, you know. But then <laughs> hey. it wouldn't, like, <laughs> down to you, so. Oh, oh. to bleep like, that out, yeah. maybe. Just, it's still a family show a little bit. But that happened in the movie, no, and it I was did. like, I was going to just go. fly right by that part. Okay. But, uh, so Jodie Foster, uh, Clarice Starling, she goes to this, which you would think you'd want to have, like, a real jail, not like a uh, 1920s dungeon underneath the <laughs> old hospital in Baltimore to keep one <laughs> yeah. of the world's most dangerous yeah. killers. But uh, I digress. So there's a doctor there named Dr. Chilton, who's kind of in charge of this little asylum of killers, a guy named Miggs who does something uh, that Mary just mentioned and throws that on Jodie Foster like six minutes into the movie. So. Wait, 
That kind of just set the tone for you there. That let's just say that Migs doesn't have great boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> and and not a or long lifespan because he's dead pretty quickly after yeah. that. Spoiler alert. That's right because uh, Hannibal Lecter is very. Uh, Hannibal Lecter is he's a well he was a loyal. psychologist before. Uh, while he was also a cannibal, Hannibal the cannibal. Mm. Um, anyway, so through a series of meetings and some uh, some sleuthing and detective work, uh, Jodie Foster has some meetings with Hannibal Lecter. They discuss uh, her past, a little bit of his past, and trying. He's basically just toying with her, trying to solve uh, this crime and trying to catch uh, Buffalo Bill, who meanwhile has kidnapped a senator's daughter, uh, <laughs> which seems as you know that's poor timing on him. He's probably just going after a random girl. Grabbed the wrong one. Uh, Senator's daughter. And then for some reason, they set up a meeting at the airport between Dr. Chilton, Hannibal Lecter, and the senator uh, to like, so he can tell her who Buffalo Bill is. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of questionable police work. It kind of harkens back <laughs> to season one uh, where, you know, there's the Wild West. Let's just try this. Let's have this uh, cannibal serial killer meet up with a senator in a airport uh, hanger mm-hmm. and try to figure out who Buffalo Bill is rather than just doing, you know, police work yeah. and figuring it out like normal people. And then they put him in a cage in the middle it, of what looked like an old museum. It looked like a courtroom or something. Maybe like a, How or like an escape room. It feels like it must have been really pricey to build that cage. It was like very... Why not just put him in the jail? I don't know. Aesthetically, it was lovely. Though. It was a very interesting looking piece, but you're like, why? Yeah, like furnished him Maybe a living room in the middle of a cage. jail in the middle of this thing for and some reason in the middle of the night. And then just like sitting in the middle of the thing. Yeah, but then they had like they had on guard up there and forty-six police officers downstairs doing I don't know what they were doing, but they were all just watching the elevator go up and down instead of actually, I don't know, like guarding the serial killer that you have upstairs on the fifth floor. Anyway, lots of question police work. Ends up that uh, Clarice uh, through learning some things through Dr. Lecter is able to track down Buffalo Bill. And then we have probably the scariest scene is when she like goes to his house and meets him mm-hmm. uh, when she's trying to do some sleuthing work on his first kill. And he ends up, she ends up getting stuck in his house. And I, I felt like it was like the last 10 minutes of the movie, but where he puts on like the night vision goggles and he's kind of like following her around downstairs. Ooh, I hated that There's a lot part. of like horror I, movie type things. I wouldn't call this a horror movie. No. I fast forwarded through that whole thing. Really? Ooh, it was tense. I couldn't handle it. I had seen it before, and I was still like, "Oh God, this is like." It was extremely. And he was like reaching tense. out, like like brushing her hair oh, a little bit. I did almost. not like it. Oh, so they end up catching. She ends up shooting him, which is like kind of anticlimactic based on like how long they set up this night vision scene. And then she just kind of turns around and shoots him, mm-hmm. um, and he's dead. Buffalo Bill's dead. They end up rescuing the senator's daughter before she dies, and then uh, Jodie Foster graduates. So I guess this whole thing was like her senior thesis uh, as FBI girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet you she got a pretty. She good finally job. gets her badge. Uh, yeah, her boss is good. just like gives her a thumbs up, and then. Dr. Lecter, we didn't mention this part, while he's in this, like, makeshift prison jail cell oh, in the courtroom. Oh, man. Two of these guards come in there to feed him dinner. Again, bad police work. Like, maybe yes. a, maybe a team of guards. You right. know who this guy is. Right. Like, have some backup. Yes, and but don't two, send everybody into the cage. Two Barney Fife-type police guys who aren't really, like, good at their job, kind of wander in there. He has a pin in his mouth. Ends up cutting off the face of one of the guys. He bites oh. it off. Bites off his face and then uses like the pocket knife to cut off his face, put it on his own face, and use that as a disguise, which is like. <laughs> it's a really messed unbelievable up disguise. That, that worked so, so easily. You would not have thought that would have worked, but he puts the face on himself and gets wheeled out there, pretending to be one of the police officers, gets put onto an ambulance, ends up killing the ambulance people and taking the ambulance to the airport, killing a tourist for some reason. Just bad timing Guess for that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you see him later on, he calls Clarice after her graduation he's got a, a poor wig on and he's chasing dr chilton through this uh 
Yeah, looks like he's in Bahamas or something like that. And he says, I'm going to meet a friend for dinner. Or going to have a friend going, for dinner. Which is such a, a good line. line. Because you know he's line. about to eat him as so a cre- snack. Ugh. So that's your plot of that Sounds of the Lambs. That was a great summary. Good job. I had to go quick. Trying to, trying to keep it snappy. Well, it gets it. dark if you go too, you too know, far I, into it. Yeah. <sighs> On account of everything about the movie. Yeah. This movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, so this is one of only three movies in the history of... Hollywood or whatever filmmaking to win the big five Oscars best actress best actor best screenplay best director and best picture wow One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was like the one but last one to do before that and that was in the 60s in the 60s it hasn't been one since this was 1991 wow and it was directed by Jonathan Demme who really hadn't done a whole lot prior to that um, Anthony Hopkins really hadn't done a whole lot prior to this too this was like we can kind of think of Anthony Hopkins kind of in his like this from Silence of the Lambs on, because I feel mm-hmm. like he's been kind of like a piece of Hollywood for a long time. But mm-hmm. he hadn't done anything since 1980 prior to doing this movie. Like oh, wow. anything of substance. He'd done The Elephant Man in 1980. And it <laughs> kind of turned into like a theater actor for a long time. And so, then said, you know what I want to come back with? I want to be this creepy... Give me someone's face to eat. Give me, give me a face to put on. I'll do it. <laughs> well, Jonathan, Jonathan Demme had done... He, he did Philadelphia shortly after that and then like The Manchurian Candidate later on. Oh, but prior like to that, that, he had been doing like a lot of like music videos and stuff. He had done a lot of stuff for Bruce Springsteen, The Talking Heads. And so Jonathan Demme was working on some of that stuff. But um, originally, this was done by Orion Pictures, which was almost bankrupt by the time the Oscars were rolling around. So they said... Um, Shoot. Like this have been like those Moneyball uh, Oakland Athletics teams that yep. were trying to like win the World Series without any sort of budget. This was kind of that type of movie, and they did, and it. they did. They won all five. Like they the big should five. do a movie wow. on this movie. It's the only horror mm-hmm. movie to win Best Picture if you kind of put it in the horror category. It's pretty, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know which I don't know. It's we can discuss horrifying. that. I don't know how it would not be in that category. I don't know why I didn't get more scared. I did. I felt unsettled the entire time. I did have to do some minor fast forwarding during the part where it, with the night vision goggles as well because so it was like, just too That tense. is the definition of being scared though. Like you didn't even want to watch it. No. You're like, I just, I can't even insert myself into this. I just needed it to like move faster. Just a, just a little because it was so, it was very suspenseful and I had an idea. I've listened to enough true crime podcasts that I have an idea of where it's going. Like, I I know that they're getting close to wrapping it up, so I just used, like, the scan tool to see when, when the just night that part ends. was about to end. Yeah. Well, that's Because um, it was too much for me. Let me tell you a fun fact I, I learned while I was researching some of this. Anthony Hopkins, uh-huh. first thing I learned, did not know he used to date Martha Stewart, <laughs> which... And then she went to jail. St- <laughs> unrelated, but yes. But... Just no, like, that is just like, like so pretend ironic. Anthony Hopkins. You know Anthony Hopkins wasn't really a, a serial killer, right? I know, I know, he was I know, I know, I know. Anthony Hopkins, real a, Hannibal Lecter, fake. Okay, but Anthony Hopkins played Hannibal Lecter, who was in jail, in a place that looked like it was made out of crafts, which <laughs> Martha Stewart did and went to jail for embezzlement. Yes. I there you go. But Bet it looked so good, they were dating. He did this, this movie. movie. Yeah. He did this movie. It came out and then she broke up with him because she could not not associate him with Hannibal. <laughs> really? That's good. How do you think I mean, he, he would look with this her role. face he on? He was like, I don't was, know how he... Because, yeah, I mean, freaky. can you imagine like trying to snuggle up to... All Anthony Hopkins after Gosh. this movie, and you being come like, home and like, he's he just like he was doing. Like he said, he said he had practiced <laughs> trying not to blink to prep for this, and he also said that he um, wanted to make Hannibal Lecter's voice sound like a cross between Truman Capote, Catherine Hepburn, and How the Computer from Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. Absolutely those things. nailed it. He did all those things, yes. and he chose Why to. Why Catherine Hepburn? I think like when he's talking like Clarice in her Southern accent, mm. it feels like he's trying to like do a little bit of that. It but does. he's a little effeminate too. I mean, he's but he's kind of like this small like. 
little old man. So I don't know why he's such a terrifying villain, but he's only on the screen for it's 25 he's minutes so in the cold. whole movie. Like he's he so detached. Rightfully so. Like, he comes across as a person, but he really just seems like a shell of a person, and that's so much scarier. It's Is it like, a shell, or the, almost like he's like this void that you don't know like what's even That's in his what I brain mean, like detached yeah. like it seems like he is not working like he's some he's definitely like a sociopath or has like not like a not uh, a, a personality disorder so that seems like that's pretty... but like something that would detach him from any capacity of empathy because uh, even when he was helping Clarice it almost seems like he cared about her but then he bit that guy's face off and you're like oh no he did, like this is does all does he care about her it's such a weird relationship they have I think that you don't think he does I don't think he does I think that he respects that she could be a worthy adversary for him. Like it's more of a challenge for him mm-hmm. than anything. Oh, that she's like also seems, kind of like an intellectual yeah. person. Yeah, because you know how like predators will stalk their prey. It almost seems like that kind of, like we don't know if like down the line since he ended up going free if she could have been the person that ultimately caught him. Right. But I think he seemed like the type of person that would respect the like mental like game. he appreciates the hunt and being the hunted a little bit too. Yes. Like, like I'm very to curious like how did Hannibal Lecter get caught to begin with? This guy seems like he's, like, I would too smart. To and, yeah. Well, I think they do, like, I've never seen any of the other movies. I've only seen this one. But I think there's, like, a Oof. prequel, Red there's Dragon a, or Hannibal or something like that, and a TV show. I've yeah. never seen any of them. I haven't seen the TV. I saw, I can't remember if it's the prequel. Is there a sequel also? There's a sequel and a prequel. I think Hannibal I, is the sequel and pre- Red Dragon is the prequel, maybe? I think I've seen the sequel, and it's not anywhere close to this movie. It's actually pretty terrible. I've heard that it's not good. It's kind of like Speed 2 It's not here. good at all. Uh, okay, so first of all, Speed Two is great. You've never seen Speed Two, so you can't say that. <laughs> uh, I, Second the of people all, people have spoken. I've I think it said three percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Listen, um, it's pretty good. But before you mentioned the thing about the Wild West. And as a fun fact about myself, um, <laughs> as a child, I was in hit musical, Annie Get Your Gun. Okay. That's about Annie Oakley. <laughs> and um, there is a character in it that owns, like, this whole, like, um, the festival's probably not the right word, but I can't remember. It's, like, kind of like a Wild West town, like a, like a traveling fair. Yeah. Called Buffalo Bill Coyote. And so, in my head, it, in the show, he kind of looks like Colonel Sanders a little bit. And... In this movie, Buffalo Bill looks nothing like Gosh. Buffalo Bill Coyote. No. And his hair, his hair was tall and it was wispy. And I hated that he threw that girl in the well because it gave me major ring flashbacks. There's a lot. Oh, the ring. I mean, for okay, so for us to spend so much time talking about Hannibal Lecter, Buffalo Bill was a terrifying character. Buffalo a skin Bill was, suit? He was based on three actual serial killers. Who? Buffalo Bill. Who? Well, oh. I keep saying who. I think she's Buffalo asking you the Bill. follow-up question. Oh, please. <laughs> it's still Buffalo Bill. Uh, no, Buffalo the, it's Bill. Ted Bundy, uh, Ed Gein, Guy, something like that, and then the Green River serial killer oh. in Washington. Oh. Way uh, to come through on those facts. Huh? <laughs> Way to come through on those yeah, facts. Yeah, like Colleen uh, Buffalo no. Bill. <laughs> Wait. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. He just, I thought that Buffalo Bill kind of, if you did, separated him from his environment, looked like a pretty normal person. I don't know. His voice was weird. Like yeah. Ted Levine, his the guy who acted him, like, man, weird. you are a, you are really into this character because I am terrified by you. It's yes. hard to, it's hard, it was hard to detach of like that guy's acting versus like this guy. Him guy's just very like terrifying. sewing the skin together was horrifying. Like that shouldn't be the able first to time be a thing. They show that like, sk- like half suit? skin suit done. Oh, it's like hanging thing. up on the rack or whatever. Oh. Yeah, that, I don't really I mean, they understand did, they did a lot the of things to make this guy terrifying, like his the house just being filthy, and then like he was also a moth keeper or whatever mm-hmm. that was, which was very strange. The moths never really. 
I didn't, I don't really, it just kept making him more eccentric, but I don't really understand. I probably am not, yeah, like the the film guy to be able to say, oh, this is supposed to represent this and this. I'm just like, oh, it just makes him super weird. Even weirder than he already is. Like maybe that they're drawn to the light, but they're destroyed by it. Oh, maybe. That's to take that's it super deep. deep, guys. Super super deep. Deep. Well, I do want to talk about people who were considered for these roles because I feel like that's always kind of fun. Okay. Who, what? For, who were considered for these roles? Oh, were considered, yes. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. So Michelle Pfeiffer was the first choice oh. for Jonathan Demme. Which I could see, though. She would have crushed it. Like, yeah. She yeah. would have been Jodie Foster. Yeah. I feel but like she, the worst part of this movie like is Jodie Foster. No. She's terrible. No. She has... No. Her southern accent is like Nick Cage's in no. Con Air. It is That's true. Awful. But she's like <laughs> no? a... Yes. yes, wait, yes, okay, <laughs> okay, yes. She reminds me of like a John Grisham character. Uh, she's just like... I kind of cheer for her, but I'm also like, man, you're annoying a little no, bit. No, she's not annoying. Mm. I think that Michelle Pfeiffer would have been kind of whiny. Like, I think she would have been much more afraid. And I liked that Jodie uh, Foster stayed pretty, like, dry and reasonable for the whole movie. I thought that it made her character really interesting. It really did remind me of a character from a John Grisham book. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised that he didn't write this. Hmm. I know that he obviously didn't. He There's did no law in it, really, and that's pretty much all he writes about. But Colon dramas. But, dun, dun. I mean, she would have... <laughs> Oh, a little throwback. There. <laughs> I got you. That's <laughs> uh, a good impression. Thank, thank you. No, I feel like, yeah, she does do that. Like, so she came about, I, this movie also came out the same year that Thelma and Louise came out. And I think the year after Basic Instinct, maybe. So like these like power woman oh. movies. Well, also kind of like murdery Murdery vibes. power women. Like kind of these, yeah, these dark Murder power vibes. women. Yeah. Murder vibes. And then shortly after, Clueless. And then Clueless. <laughs> oh. I went back to the normal. Yeah, bring, it, bring it back up. Bring it back. Uh, but another person... Uh, who is also considered for this role was uh, our girl America Sweetheart, Meg Ryan. Oh, no. Yeah. Also whiny. She would have been terrible at this. No. I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer would have been perfect. Meg Ryan, too whiny, too like much of a victim. And what about like, Sandra Bullock, though? Sandy Bullock. She, she kind of played this role a little bit it. in, uh, what, Murder by Numbers or something like that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the one. <laughs> I think those are different. <laughs> she played an FBI agent. I think she could do it. But uh, I think Sandra Bullock could do anything. I feel like Sandra- she, she's flawless. <laughs> we all have crushes on Sandra Bullock. <laughs> she was saying she's flawless. Oh, flawless. But, she's okay, beauty so- and she's grace. <laughs> she's Miss United States. Miss United States. <laughs> What? We're going to do a bonus episode of, of just how much we all love Miss Congeniality. This is a cinematic classic. Should be good. Uh, so s- also considered for Anthony Hopkins' role. That What were you saying? Colleen? I was going to say season four is going to be all Sandra Bullock movies. <laughs> you know what? You know, that's not a bad idea. That's fine. You the people can tell us. Uh, but okay, so also considered for Anthony Hopkins' role. So Gene Hackman originally bought the script wanting to play the role of Hannibal Lecter. And then... That's didn't. not the guy from Willy Wonka. Nope. That's <laughs> Gene Wilder. <laughs> Gene That's, Hackman uh, is the guy from Hoosiers. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Bojack Horseman, yes. <laughs> I believe we're talking about the same guy. Oh, right, right, Gene right. Hackman. Okay. And then Sean Connery was oh, one of their choices. Oh, that would have been distracting. Jack Nicholson, oh. Robert Duvall, and Daniel Day-Lewis. They all passed. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis no. would have done He's a great method job. He's a method actor. That would have been terrifying. I know. I feel like would he would have been, been acting much. like Hannibal Lecter for... I feel like the only one of that list, I would have been like, okay... Daniel Day-Lewis could have kept up with that same level of, like, scariness and uneasiness. that like, also Jack Nicholson could have. But then we would have been able to watch this movie for this because of the shiny. Man, you're insane already. Whereas, like, Anthony Hopkins, when you see him for the first time, you're just unsettled because of, like, his calm demeanor. But you know, like, what's the darkness inside kind of thing? I don't know. I don't um, know. This movie this was released on Valentine's Day. Did you know that? What? Because Jonathan Demme thought it'd be a great date movie. <laughs> For real. Wow. I like his sense of humor. 
That's how many how many girlfriends and wives were like, "What did like, you just take me to?" <laughs> oh, Sansa Lambs, Jodie Foster, she's uh, cute. American Anthony Sweetheart, Jodie Foster. It's supposed to be like a fun drama. There's a butterfly on <laughs> the cover. That's got to be good. Uh, it does did, sound kind of non-threatening. So my last That's little true. bit of trivia, uh, and then we can dive into how we feel about it. Um, so when Hannibal Lecter meets Clarice for the first time, and he like is calling her like a, a rube with her nice bag and her poor shoes or whatever. Yes. And he's like making fun of her accent. Apparently, yeah. Anthony Hopkins didn't tell Jodie Foster he was going to make fun of the accent there. And so like her shock and kind of like unsettledness was like genuine because oh. he thought she was making, she thought he was making fun of her. And she's still like super young and not like in a whole oh. lot of stuff yet. And so she was like really like distraught a little bit that he, this like big, big actor, theatrical master is like making fun of her accent. So, well, but that was, but it worked. Smart man. It he worked. also made up that, um, the sound on the spot also. Oh, did he? The yep. little... Yep, and the director <laughs> hated it at first. Everyone else liked it, and then they said, like, it's actually really good. Who likes good. that? I'm likes a, it from well, a creepy standpoint. It. Like, oh, okay. It's weird like, to even say you cool. like Ooh, Silent Hill. That's cool. Do that. <laughs> can you make that my ringtone? <laughs> we can. <laughs> I think my biggest concern for this whole movie is there's just not enough guards around anywhere, it yeah. feels like. They definitely are on a budget. Or, honestly, the whole, where the prisons were throughout the whole movie yeah, was like, very odd. You have a serial killer in, in what appears to be like a four-jail cell basement hallway of a mental hospital. And his keeper is not even a police officer. It's just like a doctor. Like, how did that happen? That doctor was probably so pissed. <laughs> well, apparently, he was using it for his... I, that guy, I feel like, was the real villain of this movie. The doctor? Yeah, Dr. Chilton. You really kind of wanted like, him to die at the end. Well. Yeah? No? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I feel kind of medium <laughs> about him. Out of all the people that I want to die in this movie, that's probably not the one I would have... Really? Who do you want to die in this movie? Buffalo Bill. I mean, yes. Hannibal Lecter. You don't want Hannibal to die. The stupid guards that went in without any they sort did of die, weapons. So they're gone. The guy. Check them off your what's list. What's his name? The gross one. Buffalo Bill. No, the one, said the, from the beginning that we were cutting Mary's part when she explained what he did. The very oh, oh Migs. Migs. Yeah, Migs. Did Migs. Die too. The guy with no boundaries. I'm just saying that's who I, that's who I definitely <laughs> wanted to die. Well, they did three of those three of the three of those five. So there you go. So Mary, just in general, can you tell me why you didn't find this movie scarier than I mean, Jurassic Park? Okay, so I think that this is it comes back again to realistic expectations because I want to just reiterate I thought Jurassic Park was going to be a comedy. Okay. And it wasn't. And so I wasn't <sighs> expecting the tension. And with this movie, I actually didn't feel like most of the movie was tense. Like towards the end when the they're like are you going tense. to are you going to catch Buffalo Bill or not? Is Hannibal Lecter going to go free or not? Like that part had a lot of tension, but I was expecting it to. I so I made sure I watched it like during the day, um, just like a casual Sunday afternoon post-church sure. viewing. Yeah, um, as one would. But I felt the same way that I did about The Shining, where, like, I just, my my expectations were this is going to, I'm going to be so afraid, and then I was, like, pleasantly surprised yeah. that I was only medium afraid. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed I, this I more than The, the Shining. I felt the suspense. Yes, but agreed. I, like, it was, it was, like, listening to all of the crime stories that we listen to, like, the movie itself, for being so murder-based, was not nearly as graphic as I was expecting it to there be. There were, like, it um, wasn't graphic? They no. Like there so, were multiple, the murders, there were graphic moments. I was expecting yeah. it to be so much worse to have two very violent serial killers in it. That's true. But like, they did show a lot of photography, like, all these, like, pre- Not like a these, lot. I don't know. I felt only like there was, a, like... Only, like, two in both of, at the same time. Yeah, I And don't then know. they showed, like, the dress pattern. Sh- seeing the skin suit was gross. Yes. I shouldn't have eaten while I was watching this movie. That's what? just what I kept that, going. I, tell I feel my, like I that's I your own damage. Yeah. Why like, did you do that? <laughs> Definitely. It's not even so What were you and eating? And you've seen it before. Huh? What were you eating? Uh, waffles. 
Oh, well, so that's, that's just, not bad. If you're eating like meal. chicken or something, I'd be like, that's, no, that was a big mistake. Then it would feel like you're eating a person. This is where I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> okay. Well, so I also just was that to a real... I was undisturbed I from the level that I, I am chicken, a vegetarian. I think this is delicious. <laughs> there were definitely some parts that I was like, that's gross. But there were also some things that felt very suspended from reality to me. Like, not that Jurassic Park felt like it could happen, but... <laughs> I do want to point out you keep going back that Jurassic Park is more realistic than Speed <laughs> no. and okay. Sansa Lambs, Let's which are two real things, that. buses that's and serial killers. Said, but there were some parts like the skin suit that I was like, yeah, this probably isn't going to happen to me. Well, sure. No one's going to think that. I'm pre- Anyone who's ever been killed by a serial killer is feel, like, you know what? I'm probably going to die by a serial killer. I didn't feel like I was in the movie. When I watched Jurassic Park, I felt like I was in, like I was invested. That's because it was and- perfect. <laughs> With Maybe this, I just kind of felt I was just watching it. So I, I, it's not that I, I didn't. I would say it's a scary movie, and it's definitely not for everyone. But I listened to a lot of crime stuff, and so it kind of felt like I was just watching what I normally listen to, gotcha. and I didn't feel like it was as scary. So you're as saying you need to listen to more dinosaur ones. podcasts? I think that's. I think that would help things a lot. Yeah, sure, whatever. We can watch all the Jurassic Park movies. We'll do that for season five. Mary's like, season I'm, four, I'm Sandy Bullock. Season five, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Too <Nah>. much binging. <laughs> um, but I just, I like, I just really, I liked the movie. I don't think it's one that I would consider casual viewing. Like there are movies you that definitely I definitely have to like commit to it. <laughs> there are movies that I watch that I think like oh, I could just like turn this on in the background while I'm working. Silence of the Lambs it's is not, not that, that movie. Not Jurassic that at all. Park is that for me? I could put that on and just like at have this it on. point though, but not when you first watch it. Not when because sure, I don't feel like I have any. Yeah, I would say, but. I'm, not, I'm never gonna get to that place with Signs of the Lambs where I'm like, ah, oh, let's just put this on. And you on. probably shouldn't because no. I feel like if you do get to that place, don't normalize it. Don't normalize it. But it is fascinating for the same reason I like Mindhunter. I like Signs of the Lambs. Signs of the Lambs is more graphic than Mindhunter is, but I like yeah. them for the same reason. I'm really interested in the like psychological aspect of it and that kind of lets me detach from the horror because the horror feels like more of an explanation. You more into like the crime-solving mystery part and yes. less of like what's happening. The horror doesn't feel like the point. Sure. It feels like just like a part of the story. Like, let's let's solve this. Yes. Like a, like and a so it doesn't Hardy bother. Boys mystery. Yeah, I used to love Nancy Drew, and I loved the Hardy Boys, and I loved Box Ron Carter. Carter. In, the, in the case of the Buffalo that. Bill, skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> Did and not read that one. <laughs> they're like making apple pie with a bottle, and then they're like sewing a skin suit in the oh corner. My gosh. <laughs> well, that that's is, really dark, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that is graphic. Oh, yeah. um, but I just like. Like feels like a weird word for it, but I totally you like this movie. Though, yeah, you would recommend this movie. I Definitely. guess we can ask you that. You would I recommend would, this. You would say like if if you met someone who hadn't seen Silence of the Lambs, if they just like, your average Joe, I would have a I would have a prerequisite question. I would say, do you like scary stories or true crime? Because if they're not interested in it, they would not. There's no way that they would like this movie. But if you like scary movies, is it an enjoyable you, movie to watch? Yes. Yeah. The enjoyable. story is really interesting. It's riveting. Like I am, It is riveting. Like it I, is, you're definitely like bought in, but yeah. I guess uh, it I, is I, fascinating. It's like one of those things where you're like your mind your mind is kind of like people like this would never like right. how like the whole time I was just so like intrigued by the situation. Yeah. That it just made it, it made it enjoyable because you were just invested. Is it like watching invested. like a car crash kind of thing a no. little bit? Or, no. No. Why would I enjoy watching a car well, crash? Well, I, I know what he's saying. Like, the, like when, when like car crashes, like you want to see like you what wanna, the accident looks people, like. But that's again, why most of the traffic is really like It's not about the horror. It's about the actual like uncovering of the motives of the people and finding the You're person more that did it. You're mystery. I li- yeah, and I like the expand, like I feel like I'm expanding my horizons to understand how people think and like kind of a different way that the world works for other people because that is very much not me. Hmm. I would never kill somebody. 
Thank God. I don't want to kill somebody. But it's interesting. So since this will be good, you know, evidence. If something, <laughs> if something happens, happens that they will give, we'll give it to the police. She said it on a podcast anyone. that she didn't want to kill anybody. So I think you just <laughs> definitely wasn't off your Mary. List. <laughs> um, I would never kill somebody. It's interesting to me to understand the mind of somebody who could do that, especially yeah. repeatedly. Because, yeah. like, I don't talk to a lot of serial killers either, surprisingly. You said so a lot, as in there's some. Yeah, I just <laughs> talked to the one where pen pals, it's just fine. Just a few, okay. Well. <laughs> it's, I just think it's really interesting to understand the way that their minds work and, like, being able to even see Hannibal Lecter, like, playing, it felt like he was playing games with everybody. Like, right. he thought he was so much smarter than everybody else. He's playing a game called, like, whose face is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate game of that's, Guess Who, the board game. game. Identity theft. Does he have blonde hair? Nope. Put <laughs> nope. the thing down. Click. <laughs> Okay, one quick thing. I want to hear how Ryan thinks, how what you think about this, because I feel like you maybe didn't like this as much as Mary and I did, but I meant to say this earlier. The hello Clarice line isn't actually a line in the movie. It's oh. good evening, Clarice, but it's one of the most misquoted movie quotes really? across the board. Yep, he never actually that. says it. Huh. Because he says, hello, Clark. He says, hello, hello Clark. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, how did you feel? Would I recommend this movie? Yeah. I mean, I would recommend it. For like a one-time viewing, mm-hmm. like, hey, there's probably not there, there's there's a certain genre or like a list of movies that you're like, hey, you probably need to watch this for Once. the sake of watching it, but yeah. it's not one you're gonna want to buy mm-hmm. on DVD or nope. like keep in your collection. Like, oh yeah, let's it's a nice Friday night. Let's pop in Silence of the Lambs and have some waffles. No, you know, it's not. I I think, but I I do enjoy it for the film that it is. Like, I yeah. think it's like you're right. It is like riveting. Like you're kind of you're sucked in the whole time. You're like, man, I don't even know what's gonna happen. And I I had seen it, but it's probably been. I don't know, 15 years since I've seen it. and Do you feel like you... And do you remember you know if you liked it the first time? I think I was... I had built up almost like getting like a tattoo of like... This it's is like, man, it's like a commitment to, to watch Silence of the Lambs. You've yeah. got to know what you're going into because it is not like... Again, it's not an enjoyable movie to watch in the sense that like this is going to be fun to see. Right. But it is riveting and I think it is... Like it is a very scary movie. Probably one of the more scary movies that I'd be okay watching. Like I don't really get into... We talked about it in previous ones mm-hmm. like horror movies, but... I, I do love, like, thrillers like this and yeah. Seven and different types of movies right. that are, like, kind of Much mysteries that have some psychological and, thrillers. Yeah. the second time that Seven has come up today. I got to watch that movie. You haven't seen that one either? No, I, do, I really don't. What's in the box? I generally oh, don't oh, like box. scary Oof. movies very much. We won't be doing Seven. If you put your mindset... Like up for this one, like you did for that yeah, one, you might like yeah, it. I might yeah. like it, but don't think it's not. It's not a I comedy. I prefer to listen to yeah, it, true crime. Or, I know that this isn't true. I know that now, but like it. I generally prefer to listen to the stories than see them because I have a good imagination and I don't really want that to be stored into my brain. That's but fair. that's true. I I did like the movie. Good. So I would give it a uh, a cautious uh, thumb and a half up. How many false faces do you give it? How many skin suits do you give it? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, one and a half skin suits. <laughs> or whatever, whatever. I guess he got what, three quarters of the way through that skin suit? Yeah. So I'll give it a three, three quarter quarters skin, of skin suit. I also give it three quarter skin suit. What do you give it, Colleen? I, Colleen I would loves. Give it, I would give it a full skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Colleen. Colleen, if you're not on a list by, at the end of this podcast, like, I think we're going to talk to Colleen. If something <laughs> no, happens, like, it's a riveting movie. It but is. I don't watch it a lot. This is the second time I've ever seen it. I yeah. saw it one time, like, I don't remember how long ago it was, but. It was good. Like, and I probably won't watch it again for like maybe another another decade or decade plus. or so. But who also would I not thought, recommend for minors? Like, I mean, in general, like, like yeah. children. 
Yeah, don't if yeah, I would kids wait don't you're want in college, yes. yes, or something. I do think like there were some interesting filmmaking choices in here. The thing I kept noticing all the time was like these random zooms into different things. Yeah. Did y'all notice that? Like mm-hmm. zooming into like the fingernail in the wall, mm-hmm. or like oh, that was very. It was like ring. all these random yeah. zooms. Like it would zoom into like this clock or zoom in different things. Like okay, no, I see it. It's there. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. Show us that. We didn't have to okay. zoom, 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 zoom. zoom. Yeah. So I thought it was very funny. Boom, I mean, they boom. also did this very interesting thing where. Um, for a lot of the conversations, it would the camera would be like right in front of the person's face, so they were mm-hmm. looking like directly into the camera for mm-hmm. a lot of the main characters, which I thought was a really interesting, I don't know, Iconic. filmmaking decision. Yeah. Yeah. like it worked. He got an Oscar for it, but got, I was just like, it, it, <laughs> I thought those two things like drew me out of it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's like if it's a, that's some hits and misses from Ryan. So. <laughs> yeah, so Jonathan, Demi, if you're listening, <laughs> the next movie that you're trying to get an Oscar for, maybe Let's, uh, chill out on the on the on the zooms. zooms. Yeah, we get it. We can see it. Well. I think that's it for Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs! Done? It's fine! But what's next is the question. Oh. The season finale. Mary, do you want to tell the people what I we've do. got coming up? This is a movie that many people say is the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It is one that none of us have seen, yeah. so we're very excited. Which I feel like, for people who watch a lot of movies, we have had to do some work to dodge this movie in yes, our lifetimes. we have. True. Um, I didn't think I would like it. Let's I didn't say either. that. And we'll see if we actually do. Because we're going to watch The Godfather. The Godfather. Bum, bum. I think that's Is it a law movie? Order. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can agree it's probably the God not lawyer. Lawyer. It's <laughs> the lawyer. The God The Lord. lawyer father. No, I feel like it's a movie about, you know, a family uh, and a godfather. Yeah. That's as much as I know. Nailed it. Probably. 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 So tune in for next week, our season finale, season three. Thank you for joining us in the movie bin. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and email us. Email us and follow us on Instagram. It's a lot of calls to action. Do what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Cash Cash app us five bucks if you'd like to be a sponsor. And we also have buttons and stickers if you want any of those. So (laughs) hope you got a pen and paper and write down your to-do list. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. (laughs) 